This is a Podfire production. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. Awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So I can't believe we're doing another podcast again already. These things seem to come along so quickly. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool though. Episode number four. Is it? Oh, it's four, yes, isn't four, it? Four, four, four. Yeah. Oh, it's four. So we had three just go live yesterday, Today. and um, this yeah. is thanks to thanks to everyone watching, by the way. Yes, and uh, this is going out live on on uh, socials now, and then we'll the the <laughs> the edited version. Which is nowhere near as fun, if the truth be told. <laughs> yeah, the uh, live and unedited edited version mm-hmm. is much more fun, and. Um, in today's episode, we, yeah. we've got a wonderful guest. We've with got us. a Carl, Carl and I. This is Carl Sullivan. Hey, mate, how are you? Hey, guys, how are we doing? Good, yeah, mate. Good. Mate, we go back a lo- fair way, don't we? Like oh, we, big time. We, we go back, and and your family and your brother, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we we go back decades. I mean, we're not that old, but it's decades. I so know, I know. Should <laughs> probably say something different about Adam, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we yeah, and so it's it's awesome to get you in here, mate. Because you know, obviously I've you know known your, I've known you know what you do and and whatnot, and you know we've been mates for a long time, as I say, along with family. So, yeah. um, it's great to get you in here on the on the uh, two cripples, one pair of legs. I better get the name in there because we haven't actually said the name. This is true. Um, <laughs> podcast and uh, and have a chat, mate. So we'll yeah. we'll get into awesome. have it, getting into having a chat to you about that in a bit. But uh, we'll go to the first. Are we not going to have a little bit of banter first? Come on. Oh, well, okay, we can have a bit of banter if uh, you I want. I can't think of anything to banter about. I mean, generally, I just give you a hard time, but you know. You do. You do. I am. So we've just come back from Japan and Singapore. That's, we have. Um, that's been interesting. Yeah. You've been to Japan, haven't you? Love it, yeah. yeah. How many times have you been to Japan now? Five times. Five uh, times. Yeah, I can think of. I'm not going to lie, I'm jealous. Each time has been normally, I'd say, work or there's been yeah. three times that I've, or two times that I've fought. Yeah. Um, and then we've taken a team over there or a couple of students. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, cool. And we've had two holidays there, but I just absolutely love it. Isn't it's a cool amazing. place? It's, yeah. so, it's great. Yeah, the culture of the people, mm. it's just absolutely amazing, so... Just yeah, we we just found like everyone's just so friendly and mm. and it's just I I I could never get over. So we're in a, a place called Oita, which is um, southern uh, down right down the bottom mm. or southern end of in Japan, and um, I just couldn't get over how clean the place was. Like it's just yeah. Um, yeah not to mention I was saying to you before we, before we we went live, you know, not a bin to be found anywhere. Um, it's yeah crazy how clean and tidy it is, but no bins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No bins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, an amazing place. People are just sensational. Like um, just 
couldn't do enough for you. Um, we were over there for the um, Oita International Wheelchair Race, which is a uh, international uh, wheelchair marathon, I should say, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Like just such a the event's been going for about forty years. Yeah, I think, think. forty two years. Yeah, yeah, and just so well put together. They've got like you know twelve hundred volunteers that you know helped put this thing together, and just um, you know just amazing. But you know we'll we'll bang on a bit. Uh, about that later bang yeah. on a bit, yeah, we'll bit bang, we'll hopefully we'll just be talking and we won't bore people too much yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk about that we'll start paying each other yeah, out exactly no right yeah. no, it's what we do it's what we do yeah. no airs or graces in this podcast eh? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so uh, talking about you know airs and graces and you know watching what you say and whatever uh, i reckon this is a really good point for us to go into the show social media the social media takedown take segment yeah. okay uh this one do you reckon yeah let's go with that button no no it was yeah it's supposed to be a water cooler but Mate, this Ooh, is that's the it. kind of music I reckon that you used to play back in it the day. It reminds me of the fundraiser that we did for you in school. Yes, and I'll tell you, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get in. Yeah. Well, I'll have to tell you about that. Interesting. I like the sound yeah. of this. <laughs> tell you about that. So, social media takedown. So, I, I, so you know, I'm I'm 40. You know, I've been there, done that, and and you know, I've I've been on Facebook. Been there and done what exactly? Well, I'm lot. interested to know. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man of the world, man of the world. Keep going. Keep going. And um, uh, yeah, I've been on. Yeah, I've been Facebook for a while and doing. And yeah, we use it for what we do a fair bit. And um, I found myself in a really um unusual um uncharted waters situation yesterday. I got sanctioned on Facebook. I mean, I've got plenty of friends that have, you know, been totally banned and kicked off for 30 days and all this mm. sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, but I, I I, was sitting there doing stuff last night and there's this little window at the bottom of my screen that says, you are restricted. I'm like, what? But why? Yeah, but why? <laughs> and so if you if you follow me on, on my own uh, Facebook page and, and whatnot, you'll, you'll know I posted – when I, I when I came back from Japan, I thought, you know, I'm going to get my son, I'm going to get Fletch something really cool, um, and he's wanted a watch for ages. He's learning to tell the time and all this sort of stuff. So I bought him, I bought him a Minions Fitbit, and it's uh, really cool. It's, it's really, really cool. cool. And um, you know, literally the day he got it, like every three minutes, he's dad, how many steps now? How many steps now? You know, um, he's really getting into it. But anyway, he got this thing. So let me preface this by saying, Fletch comes home from school, walks to the front door drops his dax so he's butt naked except for a shirt <laughs> and that's him for the rest of the afternoon like anyway i gave him this fitbit and um he's like i'm gonna go outside and have a run around I'm like dude you gotta put some clothes on no 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 I'm like dude you gotta put some okay anyway so he's out there doing laps of the driveway with nothing but a shirt on I'm like, naked. yeah and he's like he's and i'm like he's like i'm gonna test out this fitbit so yeah he's like checking his steps and stuff, running up and down. It's funny anyway. So, sorry, I'm, I'm just <laughs> going to ask at this point, you yeah. know, little boy running around in bits flapping in the wind. Oh, to be um, that open and free and <laughs> care, or carefree, I should say. <laughs> he's, he's, Definitely your child. Has he been taking lessons from you? Uh, hey, I, I <laughs> picked it up from somewhere. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Hey, look, there's been no nudie runs 
done. I mean, no nudie runs. Is that including Japan? I mean, I sit on my ass all day. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'd probably get arrested. Well, the country doesn't tr- count. Yeah, you would get arrested in Japan. Tr- tr- truth be told, <laughs> truth be told, I'd probably get arrested here, actually. But yep. yeah, well, yeah, they'd be like, oh, poor little disabled boy. Him again. Know. Yeah, him again. <laughs> oh, we we know Adam. We know about him. So yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, that's what it was. I I'd decided in my infinite wisdom that posting a photo I blocked out he you know bits and butt cheeks and all the rest of it but I thought I just thought it was hilarious I thought it was innocent and it was funny and mm. um you know I I just thought it was funny so I posted these photos with his stuff blocked out and whatnot but I posted on Facebook and anyway um yeah Facebook fun police didn't like that very much uh-huh. um which I I and in all honesty, I absolutely get that. Like as much as from my side, it was it was completely it was an innocent thing to do, and you know I, you know I was just having a bit of fun, and I thought it was hilarious that he's just doing this nerdy run, you know. Um, but you know there are, unfortunately, we live in a world where there are some some creepy people. And yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, let's just say those mm. photos they were <laughs> they were funny, they were bloody hilarious. The, I think that there was one photo in particular Facebook seemed to have a problem with, or or somebody probably mm. made a complaint about and that yeah. was <laughs> I mean it was very funny band, though, 25 band. days 25 days 25 days yeah yeah, yeah. apparently I, I did a good job at pissing some people off well, you're like me if you're gonna do it you're gonna you're do it you're gonna do it the right <laughs> way <laughs> I live by that but it was a Fletcher in a starting position as if he's about to he was kneeling right. down one hand on the ground with, like with his butt crack <laughs> <laughs> on full show um with just all you can see is his trainers his runners and his t-shirt kind of going up and his his butt on show to the world now yes you put some uh, funny emojis over his butt crack but it was pretty obvious what was going <laughs> on and and let let's preface it with the fact that i did say that you might have some problems with that photo <laughs> Fletcher, 15 years from now, if you're listening to this or watching this, I apologise. Yeah. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> they <laughs> were funny. It's a cool they 18th were very birthday funny. party. Oh, right I know. There, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, right. And the story that goes with it. Yes, yeah. very, very true. But yeah. it's um, it, it's funny. Like, I, I completely understand the, the reasoning behind photos like that being banned at the end of the day. They're trying to keep children safe and from photos like that being distributed. However, it is really your parental choice to decide whether you, you're comfortable yeah. to post something like yeah. that online or not. And, and, and in all honesty, you know, I... You know, I do things like that with the best of intentions, but you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, uh, when I on second thought, you think about things and go, eh, maybe that wasn't, <laughs> you know, that was, yeah. You know, I mean, it was amongst my closed group of, you know, I wasn't putting it out in the general public, I guess, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's one of those mo- moments you take a minute and you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not sure about my wisdom there. Yeah. So have you have you ever found yourself um, banned or anything off social media? Well, uh, if I keep putting my socks and jandals or Aussies say thongs, <laughs> I mean Nicole's threatened to ban me off Facebook and delete my account. Oh, <laughs> you can't put that on there. And I was like, yeah, but it's funny. On on <laughs> on Facebook. On yeah. Facebook. Uh, repeat, I'm a repeat offender like that. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't think I've ever been. Um, no, I banned off Facebook for that stuff. I yeah. Personally, I try and stay out of the political stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, any yeah. serious stuff, I kind of make a joke of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some people may get offended to that, but 
I, we use, you know, social media is great for our family friends as well yeah. as um, training and to try and share that message. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I, I, I put real random stuff on there. And yeah. I think it's hilarious, but Nicole's like, dude, like, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like, do not tag me in that stuff. <laughs> yeah. When like, why is everyone so quiet? That's funny. Yeah. It's like, she's yeah. like, no. Yeah. But you no, know, it's not. You know when, when you post stuff and you tag the partner in it or the business partner or, you know, whatever and then you hear the ding and you look across the room and you're just getting daggers from across the room <laughs> it's not funny unless you tag them yeah 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 you know that's that's your litmus test for so. you know yeah but, but it's good to have a bit of fun on there as well yeah, and, and i guess as a dad you think it's quite funny and yeah there's been you know dramas with it so oh, well but i'm the same i just try and have a bit of fun with it yeah, so, yeah yeah awesome you know i actually the one just thing really quickly a few years ago i actually got I got a warning on Facebook. So I can't actually say this is my first infringement. Um, I posted, it was one of those we'd had, it must have, might have been when we had fires or floods or something like that. And, and we had, you know how we've had those concerts where, you know, all these great artists get together and they put on a concert, raise money for, yep. you know, rebuilds and all this sort of stuff. And I posted on Facebook um, something along the lines of, um, you know, Aussies go through, you know, fire and flood um, Aussies, fuck it, let's just have a concert. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hold a concert, you know. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I think I actually copped a warning for that one too. But which, Really? Yeah, I don't understand that one. But yeah. that, that one I was like, get a grip. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do, you know, Aussie. Yeah, it's, it's true. If there's a natural disaster or a fundraiser or anything, we, we that, you know, we go Aussies are like, fuck it, let's music. put some music together and... And have a few beers. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Make a thing of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, well, we better get into... Uh, I think I think I might uh, actually do a proper intro of Oh, Carl you should. Here. I've should. I've I've actually got something written down this week, which hey. makes a change because I usually completely forget. I'm going to hit the button. Do it. Go. The water cooler. The water cooler. Good until I heard that. Oh, that, sorry, that was that <laughs> was. And now you're th now you're thinking to yourself, oh damn it, I should have gone to the bathroom before coming on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Why did I get banned from Facebook? Oh, maybe that's got something to do with it. <laughs> the creepiness factor. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So, <laughs> Carl Sullivan here is our guest today. He's a father, full contact fighter, karate teacher. He's a fitness trainer, life coach, nutrition coach, and speaker. He has many accolades and championships to his name. The list is a little bit too long to read here, but Carl did send us a wonderful list of, um, of things that we will talk about in a minute, um, but includes numerous Australian international championships. I loved the quote which I found on Carl's Dojo website, which said, um, my goal is to empower, educate, and support our students in every aspect of their training in a safe controlled and positive environment mm. absolutely love that oh, so thank you. adam you're the yeah. one with the questions <laughs> <laughs> well first of all thanks for having me on guys oh, I've, no I've been stoked no and uh, i know you've got some questions but mm. uh hey to everyone watching as well this is a really cool podcast so thanks, jump man. on board and support this it's a, a great project thanks bud um and Quickly, mm -hmm. I was here last week, Wednesday last <laughs> week. No one was here, the lights were off. If, I, if that doesn't show you I'm keen, nothing does. So <laughs> jump on this. If you get asked to, to be on this podcast, which is an honour, 
don't turn up a week early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's so funny. You were messaging um, Adam and... I'm sitting Adam's in Changi Airport in Singapore. In Mate, Singapore. I'm in Singapore. You, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. The power's off though, bro. <laughs> uh, so it's great to be here. So funny. thanks, guys. Mate, that's appreciate right. it. It's awesome to have you here. We're, yep. we're really, really stoked to, to be able to... Um, you're a great, you're a busy man. So uh, yeah. no, we're, we're stoked uh, to have you here. So, thank you. mate, karate. So you have uh, Greenstone Health and Fitness. Yeah, Greenstone yeah. Health. Um, we do the fitness training, but mm-hmm. um, we've got Greenstone Health Karate, which is obviously uh, mm-hmm. karate dojos or karate schools that we, we mm-hmm. teach out of. Yep. And um, yeah, but Greenstone Health has been, um, been around for a few years now. And mm-hmm. so we do karate and fitness training, also coach kids and, yeah. and mentor kids as well. So that's we're on the Gold Coast. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. Like I just, I, you know, I f- obviously I, I follow everything you guys do with Greenstone and um, it's just amazing to see, you know, the kids right through to, you know, adults and, and, you know, everything that they're, they're doing and yeah. stuff. And um, I watched a video the day of a, the other day of a, a guy um, breaking some boards and um, you know, forgive. I'm a bit naive with the with the terminology and whatnot, but man, that was cool. It was cool to watch oh, just thank the you. focus and yeah, yeah. It was so uh, that's uh, that's an art that we do mm-hmm. incorporate into the gradings. And when they get to a certain level, mm-hmm. the students have got to show technique. Yeah. So um, the the art's called tamashiwari, but mm-hmm. it's the art of breaking. So it's an extension of the karate. Okay. And when they get to a certain level, they've got to break so wooden boards or timber boards as well as. Uh, Roof tiles. Yeah, cool. So a lot of people can show the, the power and smash it, but it's about showing the technique and focus mm-hmm. and, you know, clearing the mind and overcoming that. So you've been at a grading all day long up to six hours. You're buggered. Yeah. It's like a marathon. And then you've got mm. to do this feat yeah. at the end, which is more of a, uh, a a personal one-on-one thing. You've got to overcome those fears. Am I going to break a finger? Mm. Or is it not going to break? People mm-hmm. are watching me. So yeah. to overcome that is, is pretty incredible to see. And mm. I was really proud of the guys. So it was such mm. a great day. I um, we, We've got a mutual friend, Nathan Oliver. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a top guy. He, a top guy, and um, yeah, him and uh, his son and my son were friends at, at Kindy and and whatnot. And we've been we've known each other a long time, yeah. and um, I was fortunate enough to to be at one of his gradings, and um, just like by the end of it, like he was just spent, but he just powered through. It was just it was so cool to watch. Like just you know, it just take taking it to a completely another level. You know. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's in. so what what age did you get into karate? Uh, ten years old is what what I can remember. Yeah, I think I started with some martial art. I think it might have been judo. I think it was judo when I was nine. Yeah, okay. All I remember was being thrown around and just like I want to punch someone. This is <laughs> <laughs> I was little. I was small, and I was getting thrown around. I was like, I don't like this one. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're doing the rolls and, and I was like, when can I punch and kick people and, and do things like that? So <laughs> yeah. it was was ten when I first started karate. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. Years I, old. I can definitely relate to wanting to punch and kick people. I generally have that feeling around Adam. I got news for you. Your legs don't work, yeah. therefore you cannot kick. I oh, should have brought I the pads and just <laughs> set up a, a boxing bag behind you guys. Oh, and if see, I like that. She doesn't. If he's ne- not listening. You can punch the bag, and that way you don't. She break doesn't any need ribs. the pad. Oh, She's got me to. I just used you as my punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned judo before. Was mm. was so was that your first sport? Oh, I think I just had a couple of lessons, to be honest. But yep. it was just turn up and roll around. And I remember setting the mats up, and they were those big rolly ones. So mm-hmm. I think my brother, my my older brother Jace, came along and did that with me. Mm-hmm. But it was when I was ten was the start of the karate journey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember doing that and just loved it. Um. So. Did you do any sports before martial arts? Or mm-hmm. I tried in school, but um, 
when I was in school, I, I tried a bit of everything, mm-hmm. you know, track and field and basketball and footy and I just got into fights and footy and things like that. So, I, <laughs> so my, mate, was, my, my mates, I've got mates like, they might watch this, we've got mates from school like Hicker and Corey and all those guys are like, bro, you're not on the team anymore. We love you, but you can't be on the on the team anymore. Oh. Because you, you're starting fights. Like You don't like people grabbing you and you're trying to do your techniques. <laughs> and I was like, I don't mean to. And they're like, you know. No. no. <laughs> so it was kind of, kind of a natural natural progression, you know, if I, you I will. I enjoyed it. Like, I played baseball. I tried a lot of different sports, but karate yeah. to me was... It was a it was a passport to a better life. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the emotional and, and the attachment, the spiritual yeah, thing for me was yeah. karate was yeah, a, it, it, a life changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I going a bit that. deeper, but uh, no, no. Starting off when I was ten was my dad did karate. He was a black belt. Uh huh. My older brother Jason did karate, mm-hmm. so it was in the family. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you've had the benefit of seeing you know what it gave your dad and and gave your old brother and um whatnot and and now obviously what it's giving you and what's giving your family your 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 kids and yeah yeah, that's um yeah that's that's awesome so let's go back away what would carl now give uh, what advice would carl now give carl of say 15 well, I'm 72 now, so that's a long <laughs> time. <laughs> Bloody hell, you're looking good. <laughs> lots of lots of needles and right, stuff yeah. in the face. That's, that. that's the, the exercise is doing that. All that. So the kid, I see students from years ago. Since you've got grey hair, and I said, "Yeah, well, I've got kids now." <laughs> I know. He did it, and he did it, oh, and he did it. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say just don't be too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, like everything. Well, everything's a cycle, and you'll find a way. And don't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I think when you're younger, yeah. there's there's always this view that um, everything has to be now, and it, you're always in this yeah. rush to make things happen. Yeah. And I think as you get older, you start to realize, yes, even though time is getting the chi- time you have left is getting shorter, there's mm, also yeah. an understanding that things take time. So yeah. I think you take that pressure off yourself a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And mm. uh, you know, it, the advice would could either be, you're 17 years old, you can go back and say, look. Buy some Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's this thing called crypto? Um, yeah. It's it's more like um yeah just don't be too hard on yourself. Like yeah. I look at it now and I, I have I go back I'm because I'm I try and live in a grateful state. Yeah. You know all about that. Absolutely. I'm sure you do yeah, as well, yeah, we, Tash. You yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, so if you've got that perspective and that, mm-hmm. in that grateful state and you're trying to stay in the present and just be grateful, it's very very hard to let those other emotions come in. Yeah. So I'm always going back and go okay well. When I was younger, what was I doing at that time? And I just look around now, and I'm so stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's so, it would be like, don't be too hard on yourself. It'll, yeah. it'll work out. You've got lots of time. Yeah. You know, at the, at the, at what you said, Tash, at the time, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm going to push. I'm going to rush. I'm going to do this, and yeah. everything's different. And then you evolve. Yeah, and then it's the wisdom comes in, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of at that. You when you're at that age, it's kind of like you know, if you if you don't move now, the world's going to implode. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's, it's like, not, and and I, I guess it's just that pressure. Mm-hmm. And everyone's got a different journey, whether it's their upbringing, their background, the the cycles, what yep. what they've been taught. Mm-hmm. When I was seventeen, I was uh, I was I left school early, so mm-hmm. yep. a lot of our mates or my mates were eighteen, nineteen. I was seventeen. And I jumped straight into work. I was washing dishes in a restaurant. Yep. I wanted to work. I was teaching karate and fighting all around Australia as well. So yep. trying to do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Just uh, no, that's the thing. So don't take it too too seriously. And Give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. So, so you said that you you live in this grateful state. Mm. Is there anything that's that's shaped your ability to be able to do that? Because I think a lot of people find that 
that um, perspective and that mindset really, really tough. Mm. Um, and it, it can often be a result of, you know, challenges and adversity or, or a certain experiences in, in life. Has there been something that has shaped that for you? Definitely family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in, yeah. in New Zealand and Māori, we say um, whānau. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely kids. You know, you, you think you kind of know how the world's working until kids have come along. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you know, helping, having Nicole as well in my life, and um, she's been in my life for decades, so having her mm-hmm. and and the kids, it's, I mean, I'm blessed. Yeah. Yep. So that's a big part of it. And the other thing is the the constant cycle of self-improvement. Yep. And everyone's, you know, you have your bad days, you have your flat days, but it's like um, staying in the present. So I guess it's just a combination of, of just training and working on my art and trying to keep constantly giving mm-hmm. um, and also just having my family and just, yeah, being amongst that. Yeah, Those awesome. family and, and just trying to self-improvement. Awesome. Um, that's That definitely works for me. Yeah. And yeah. it's an ongoing thing too. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's easy for someone to say someone's having re- – they're really down and out. Mm. To us, it's not a big deal. Mm. But you say, come on, snap out of it. But yeah. it's, it's, you can't just do that. No. There's, it's, more, it's there's more knowledge yeah. these days, as you guys would agree. There's 100%. people – Oh, my f- mate's in a d- worse position than you. What's your problem? Mm. But I, I've 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 had the experience of decades with family members with depression, PTSD, uh-huh. and things. So I've kind of skilled up in that. Mm. So, um, but yeah, those those definitely helped. Yeah, Ash, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And just just to digress for a moment too, you mm. you work a little bit through Greenstone and whatnot. You you've done a little bit in that space as far as you know men's groups and and whatnot as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we're really grateful for. Hopefully, mm. in in twenty three, next year we can kind of uh, build on that and work mm. on that a little bit more. But I've done men's. We've done men's meetups in the past, and yep. we saw that through COVID. As I was saying, saying yeah. to Ziggy, um, I had two friends that were karate teachers that had kids that are no longer here. Yeah, oh, wow. and they were doing exactly what I was doing, teaching everything, and they just they couldn't do karate anymore. And it just there's a, and there's a lot of situations like that. So mental health and that there's a little bit more knowledge about it as well yeah. and training and ways to deal with it. So to me, karate's therapy. That's yeah. what I represent. Karate is you can mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm I'm this, I'm that, I'm a champion, I'm a fighter, but the real fight's internal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the real fight's trying to be a parent. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, well, we're just blessed that we can we can give back to the community. We do mm. uh, work for the Pacific Pines uh, Studio Village Community Centre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also for Narang as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love doing that type of work. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, like, we, you know, um, we often we can't go a day without, you know, without our gym session, you know. And like you say, it's your therapy. It's, you know, it's what you, um, f- for you, it's karate. For us, it's, you know, well, for me, I know, anyway, I'm, I want to speak for you, but you know it. But, but you know the but, answer. But anyway. I know the answer to this anyway. <laughs> but you know it, it is. It's go, it's just having that routine of going to the gym and mm. um, you know just throwing the headphones on and you know just focusing on yourself and breathing and just you know yep. you know sorting yourself out for the day and you know um, for for me the morning session is the best because if I don't get my morning session in, you know, might just it ain't that the truth. The the world feels off kilter. If I don't get the gym in the morning, Very like, true. you know, if it has to be in the afternoon, yeah, I'll survive. But, you know, it's just something It's like the, 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 the global axis is just shifted slightly, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you've been competing for, for a f- quite a while. So your, your pre-competition routine would be 
is pretty, I would imagine, pretty set in stone. Well, I don't call myself a master, but I'm an expert at getting beat up. (laughs) 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 So that tells you how many decades I've been fighting for. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm very good at getting hit. Mm -hmm. Um, I started when I was probably about 12. Yep. No, uh, I started karate when I was 10. By the time I was 13, I'd done my first junior black belt. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I think I started when I was 12 and uh, the tournaments was an outlet. Mm-hmm. It was an outlet of expression of the energy that I had, mm-hmm. what I had going on, and uh, I haven't really stopped. Yeah, I've had a few years off, yep. and I've had injuries, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I guess when I started when I was 12, and um, my last fight was last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and you've been off and on s- mm-hmm. since I was 12. Yeah. yeah. And so you've got something big coming up in uh, 2023? I hope so, yeah, there's yeah. There was a couple of offers this year, but the timing didn't work out, and other mm-hmm. stuff came up, and... Um, the, the, the time that I invest in it and mm-hmm. what I do, I kind of yep. turn into one of those yep. obsessed people. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like you. I don't know about you, Tash, but I'll, I'll run it till the wheels fall off. And yep. uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I am I'll, the worst I'll, go, I'll go full speed. And Nicole's <laughs> yep. like, I'll say, hey, I've got this. And she's like, what is it? Yeah. What's 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 going on? Yeah. What now? I'll, say, <laughs> I'll run it past the family. Yeah. And, uh, so next year, if there's a couple of offers and there's mm-hmm. a couple of big tournaments, uh, interstate as well as international, and yep. if it feels right and it works good for my family, yep. and it's and it's worth it, yep. um, and the, the and I'm excited and inspired, and I can inspire other people, mm-hmm. then yep. great, yep. awesome. So we'll see. Sensational, but there's definitely gigs coming up. That's yep. awesome, big time. So let's let's talk about uh, so competition day. If we rewind from start of competition, say 24 hours prior, yeah, what's your what's your preparation look like? Uh, the last one was great, just relaxing, yep. food. Yep. I try and have a good routine. Um, the fight camps I used to do when I was younger could go up to four months. Yeah. Well. So if I'm fighting in Japan, it'll be four months. And try and live as close to an Olympian as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the food's got to be specific. Uh, training, strength, uh, you know, naturopath, strength conditioning, mm-hmm. cardio, sparring, pad work, karate. Um, but the last one was, say, between five and eight weeks. That's all I need now. Yep. And because uh, I will go pretty full on, so there's a team of people involved that are keeping me together. Yeah, duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, oh, the shoulders are a problem. How old are you? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then the physio said you're in incredible shape. It's a lot of mindset, and yeah. um, there's a, there's a lot of excuses, especially mm-hmm. from ourselves. Yeah. So for me, um, Nicole's like, just go and stay. We've got three kids. You yeah. Know, that's the real war. Mm. So 24 hours is in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um. Meals, yep. stretching, had physio, fight a weigh-in. So I'm just relaxing, getting the meals in. I'm already mm. fit. There's not yep. much you can do in 24 hours. Yeah, very true. So I was just getting the mindset ready. And then I, once again, go back to that grateful state. I'm touching base with people. Yeah. I'm talking to the team. I'm relaxed. I'm just really happy to be there. Yeah, and awesome. you've got to put a show on. It's it's not personal. It's business. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, yeah. people are coming to watch. People are paying tickets. I'm getting paid to do it. So... Mm-hmm. I want to put on the best show I can and do it the right way and inspire people. And I'm just in chilling, eat yep. meals, do some stretching, get yep. the cardio up. Mm-hmm. We've got a system so that I won't get lazy. So yep. 24 hours before a fight, I won't stop. Yeah, I'll keep the system moving, mm-hmm. and then yep. we'll redline at the show. Yep, okay. So we'll blow the engine at the show. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. And you know, sauna if you've got a pool, stretching, meals, yep. yeah. supplements, and things like that. Awesome. Mm. Your nutrition prior to obviously, you know. Your, your nutrition is pretty on point all the time. Um, well, most oh, of the time. It, I'm sure it is it's most horrible. of the <laughs> <laughs> so The students go, they give me a Christmas card and they go, we, we hope you get lots of pizza. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I talk about. That's so awesome. I, I drink coffee and eat pizza. But, mate, <laughs> dude, why are you training so much? Because I love food. <laughs> so that's I'm it. a piglet. Tra- trained to eat. Yeah, but when, <laughs> when I compete or when we've got a grading coming up mm-hmm. or when we've got events for the dojo or things mm-hmm. that are of importance, I try and tidy the meals up and the food up. Yeah. I've got a great naturopath, Rochelle. My yep. naturopath is amazing. And Nicole's onto it as well. That's awesome. my other half. Yeah. And we're really passionate about health. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, we, we do take supplements that help us from yep. vitamins to fruit and vegetable stuff to omega-3 oils. Mm-hmm. So I try and maintain that consistency. Yeah. But awesome. I love my food and I pig out. I don't smoke or drink. No. Um, but my food, I love pigging out. But tournament stuff and when i've got a show on yes it's very strict Mm -hmm. so i just try and get in the good proteins fruit veg lay off the bad stuff no takeaways see this is the problem with me competing 12 months of the year is i never get that chance to actually take any off time and eat so yeah i mean i maintain a a strict diet for 12 months of the year and i really shouldn't because it does my head in well it's it's quite funny because you know we'll go past a restaurant or a dessert bar or something that looks really good and we're like you know what post race one day we're gonna go there and and it just never actually it happens, never happens because it's yeah. always on. Yeah. And I guess it's whatever suits your routine. Yeah. I also know fighters that like to stay. See, I train most days. Mm. Um, Sundays I may not train. The weekends it slows down. But I'm, I've got my gear or my uniform on every day, and I'm doing something. And yeah. that's just that's part of my mental health. Mm-hmm. But if you're an athlete, I know guys that train all year round, and they say we're always ready. Yeah, like and they've been fighting, and they but y- when you've had injuries and you've had rehab and stuff yep. to push the body the way I train. Mm. Um, it I can't maintain that type of training. Yeah, yeah fair enough. So uh, if I'm fighting once a year or once every two years, um, then I kind of have my season. I make it seasonal. Yeah, yeah. it's more for mental, yeah. and it takes the pressure off my family. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing, it's it, the best way to do things by far. And then some fighters go, "Look, it's too hard. If I if I'm out of shape, I've got to pick up the pieces and really go for it." For yeah. me. It doesn't take me long to go, as I said, five to eight weeks, and I can just mm. change gears. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And, but um, it depends on the sport. Yeah. Mm. For me, it might take us months to, to heal. We fight bare knuckle, no pads. Yeah. It's full contact of the body. I couldn't open up a jar of peanut butter for, for weeks after fighting. Oh. Yeah. The fingers are blown up, the hands, and you can prepare for what it's like um, yeah. nominating yourself to go into a car crash mm. and saying, yeah, well, we're going to do what speed? All right, ready? Put your mouth guard in, yeah. boom. Right that's a, that's an interesting way of putting it. Uh, um, that's yeah. that's really interesting. The mental strength and resilience it must take to know that you're going to be feeling that level of pain and discomfort afterwards. That 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 mm. takes a very, very strong yeah, mind. Adrenaline kicks in and um, there's some amazing fighters on the Gold Coast and uh, – but, it, yeah, you do put your body through that. There's a lot of conditioning. But for me, this is the part that people don't really get. Mm. That's the holiday part of it. Yeah. It was always easy. Yeah. The, the training, because st- I loved it, the training was easy. It was balancing the kids, getting into school. Putting, can you put your school clothes on 42 times? And <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know that one. Fighting someone and getting paid to Will go you on please put some pants on, Fletcher? I mean, <laughs> yeah, what? No, okay, I'm taking the pictures anyway, and then Dad's in trouble. <laughs> but, you know, like, so, yeah. cr- so the training for me personally, I'm not speaking for anyone else, the training was easy. Yeah. The journey is all part of the journey. I loved it. Mm. I loved that pain. I loved that, that, that space. Yeah. A lot of fighters were scared of that. But, mm. And I love going in there and fighting. That was therapy. That was a way for yeah. me to express what I felt. So, um, but it was the father stuff. It's the bookings. It's the yeah. balancing the family and mm-hmm. and trying to keep that together. Yeah. And then yeah. the hard work is done behind the scenes mm-hmm. by Nicole, 
and the kids and your family picking up the pieces and pushing you. Yeah, while, while you're doing what you're doing. That's yeah, the yeah. journey. Yeah, you know, yeah. As I said, when I won in Japan in 2012 and Channel said, said Channel 10 came in and said, um, so how does it feel to be the, you know, the champion? And I said, well... I was overseas fighting people, but Nicole was here fighting with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the easier job? <laughs> I had a break. Oh, <laughs> so, so you see a lot of athletes will have um, things that they absolutely no holes barred have to do prior to a competition. It might be, uh, I guess, yeah, say superstition. So, like you know, wearing the same socks or wearing the same you know pair of jocks or mm-hmm. you know, like a superstition that they have to do or you know, take part in prior to competition. Ritual. Ritual, yeah, exactly. Have you got any, is there anything like that going on for you? Yeah, one of them's uh, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I like nana naps. Yeah. I'll put my hand up. Yeah, and uh, So if I can get in, Nicole reckons I can sleep standing up. <laughs> so I'm not very good go, at that. I was going to say, we're no good at that. Right. Um, so I can do that. And the other thing is I've got songs that, that bring up emotions. Yep. And emotions are good to trigger. Yeah. You yeah. know, so you listen to a song, you get fired up. I've got a few songs. One's my walkout one that I use, and um, but having a nana nap and just relaxing. Yeah, so cool. when I was when I was fighting overseas, I mean, you get there in the morning and you've got weigh in. It's a big thing, and mm-hmm. you're waiting around all day. I would yeah. try and find a spot to go lay down, have a sleep. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. when you need to change gears and get ready, you get ready. But you warm up in the morning, mm-hmm. you rest. You warm up again. You're tired. Yeah. You're exhausted. So for me, having a nana nap before the last show, the weigh in was done on the Saturday, the Friday night. Mm-hmm. So Saturday was just organise my meals, go back, have a nana nap, yep. have a sleep. Mm-hmm. Nicole's like, you're going to a hotel, no kids, so you can have a nana nap, have a sleep, and you'll fight really well. And it worked. Yeah, good so that. that's kind of what I do. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, okay, awesome. So standout moments in, in your in in karate for you so far? Um, I'd have to say the 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 one that's most recent was um, doing an intervention program with. Uh, young kids, yeah, and mm-hmm. and changing, helping to change their lives with karate, yeah. And uh, I did it on one of the, in one of the local schools on the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. um, and I did a program, and the feedback and the the change in these kids, and I won't say too many details, but yeah. say there's ten of the kids that were getting in trouble the most, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, from small stuff to really heavy stuff, suspended, yeah. wow. borderline expelled, mm. and nothing else worked. Mm-hmm. And I went in and did this program, and the joy and the, the what I felt, the yep. gratitude I had when I finished that project was mm-hmm. on another level. Yep. And I fought in Japan, I fought in Aust- all around Australia, yep. and um, so that was a, that's a standout. And uh, in in twenty three next year, I'm hoping to uh, to do a lot more of that. Yeah, I awesome. teach kids karate each week, but that mm-hmm. was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's, so that's to, awesome. They make a difference before they get to these teenage years. Yeah, these are kids that might slip through the cracks. And it's cool when you can when you can see you can literally see that transformation in front of you. Like you can see that that, that change is happening. It's pretty it's And that was, awesome that was, and then obviously it's my, uh, it's my family. Yeah. You know, I remember all the fights that I've won, but the most important lessons I've ever had of the ones that I've lost. Yep. So you fly to Japan and you don't make the, the finals, mm-hmm. you know, and what did I get out of that? And some amazing lessons, but obviously it's my family. Like when Nicole won the Gold Coast tournament, she won the women's full contact. Yeah. Awesome. First tournament, she's behind backstage upset. You know, and I said, you've got, she goes, how many more fights? I said, you've got one more. She had yeah. two more fights. <laughs> I've never been good at counting. <laughs> so whoever's watching, send me some tips on how to use a calculator. <laughs> she won that, uh, not an Australian title, but Gold Coast Championship full contact fighting, first tournament. That's epic. Keegan's an Australian champion, my 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. My son, Tane, he's an Australian champion. Those wins, and then mm. my daughter just won a Gold Coast tournament. She's six years old. So for them all to win tournaments, 
I don't know if it means more to me. Yeah. But people say, oh, you've won an Australian champion. I said, oh, you won an Australian title, you're the best. I said, I didn't fight everyone in Australia. That's a lot yeah. of fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd still yeah. be there. But yeah, I'd yeah, get yeah. beaten up. Uh, so, yeah, that means a lot. And I did that because I wanted to and I loved it. Mm. But the, the ones that are on the heart is family. Yep. And then making yeah. a difference to these seven-year-olds between seven and nine-year-olds to make an impact yep. mm. and teach them a little bit about karate and as, a, as an art. Mm. And to help help them hopefully through life, that yeah. was pretty cool. That's so those epic. those were the ones that come to mind. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if we go back to 2015, that yep. was that 2015 was a pretty rough. I guess you could say a year for you as far as injury and uh, you've had you had some uh, hip issues and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I fought in 2012. We had the opportunity to go to Japan and fight, mm-hmm. and I fought in 2012. That was really successful. I won in Japan. Uh, fought in two tournaments, came back, and then I had a bit of a rest. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll just chill, yep. you know, focus on clients and training and family, mm-hmm. catch up with the family. 2014, I fought again in the Australian titles in Sydney mm-hmm. and felt great. Fight camp, got an invite to want to fight in, in Sydney. And uh, I fought at the time he was a current heavyweight champion. I didn't know. I'd cut for middleweight a lot. I dropped a lot of weight. And I went to the tournament. They said, there's no middleweights. I said, well, fight well, the heavyweights. <laughs> Fight the big boys. Hopefully yeah. they're slower. He wasn't slower. <laughs> <laughs> he was faster than me. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And um, so I got runner-up in that tournament. Epic, brutal match. And um, anyway, I just thought I'd do the same thing. I'll just maintain training and pull back. Mm. Oh, I had some problems. I thought I had something like really bad going on in the hips yeah. and leg. And I just said to Nicole, I haven't felt this pain before, so it was stressful. We got the checks and they said, we found cysts in the in the hips and you've got damaged labrum tears, you've got bone spurs, it's a mess. Right? Oh, so I had to put everything on the back burner. Yep. I had another gig in Scotland. I was supposed to fight in Scotland back then too and, and go to the UK. I've mm-hmm. been to the UK. Put that on hold and it took two years to get two major hip surgeries done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had my right side done and that was far, my left side done, which was five hours. Yep. And then I, they, I said, do them at once. Do them both, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, one speed. You <laughs> yeah. Just get it done out of the way. Just get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's done that before. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll be the first. I'm it's not, okay. no one. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So yeah. they did the left one. Mm. I think there was six months or within the year. Yeah. And then right side. Um, anyway, I was, you know, I, it was, I was just grateful to get it done. So I'm yeah. up trying to do dishes and things like that straight after. And yeah. So, yeah, around that time was, was, was pretty painful. I got it done. I was just stoked to get it done. Yeah. So a lot of injuries. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'm on the second surgery and uh, I'm in hospital and I, I was like, hey, oh, are you going? I didn't post anything. I was like, mm. it's a private journey. This is a holiday for me. Yeah. And they said, why is it a holiday? I said, well, I've got no kids. I've got a hotel. And they said, it's a hospital. I said, yeah, yeah I've got a TV though and free food. Yeah. So I had the night off. Yeah. And I had the surgery. It was yeah. painful, but I didn't have any kids hassling me. Nicole's no. like, do you want us to come up and visit? No, thanks, no, babe. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. No, no. I'm, I'll be I'm, right. I'm off my face on pain I'm medication. This is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the, kids were, the kids were younger then. Yeah. And I'm on my phone checking emails, and I've got this thing, and I'm reading it properly. It's like fighting Japan world title. And I just said, yes. <laughs> uh oh! And oh, uh, the no. next day, I'm like sobered up from the medication, and and I'm reading through these emails again. Oh no, I've just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sensei Carl, would you like to compete in the um the world titles in in Japan? And would you like to represent New Zealand? Because I represent Australia as well, but I'm born mm-hmm. in New Zealand. And uh-huh. they said, would you like to represent New Zealand? Represent New Zealand? I said yes. And then I told Nicole the next day, and she goes, you what? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> was how, did, hospital, how did that go down with I Nicole? I just had the right hip, and it was like, 
four months away. <laughs> <laughs> and I still had, was in hospital. Mm. So that was the next big gig. Mm. I was out of hospital, into rehab, mm. and within four months I was in back in Japan fighting <laughs> in the world's. Wow. After double hip that's surgery with, yeah, within awesome. a year. Oh, yeah. So my next question was actually going to be about your mindset during that time, you know, dealing with all those injuries and the hospital visits and mm. all that sort of stuff. I mean, like you were saying, you know, you, you were in hospital and you were kind of like, you know, for you it was a bit of time. Obviously there was a fair bit of pain and, you know, um, that sort of thing will slow you up for a little while. But, yeah, it, um, um, you know, you, it, was, it was a bit of a break for you, a bit of a chance to almost slow down a little bit. Yeah, I think sometimes in life these things force us to yep. take a step back. And uh, for me it was about a quick way to recover. Yep. And how can I inspire these people? What a cool story. Yeah. A the surgeon's cool story. like <laughs> looking at me going, how when's this tournament? And I found a really good physio in the <laughs> hospital and it was part of the condition. He goes, well, we're not going to sign any forms. If you have any problems with your hips, then you can forget about it, but you've got to come in and do eight to nine weeks of, of physio, yep. learn how to walk properly again. And he said, you want to go to this tournament and fight full contact in Japan, you've got to learn how to walk properly? <laughs> I said, yeah, I can do it. But the physio was like, yeah, well, you've got to listen to me, otherwise I'm not going to help you. Yep. And I just thought it was a great way to – I had the opportunity. Yep. And I just thought I'd go for it. And awesome. um, it took Nicole a couple of days and she was sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, how um, many days were you sleeping on the couch? <laughs> oh, I'm still on the couch. <laughs> I got a spare room. Upgraded to a spare room. So, um, but yeah, so that was an incredible journey. It's not something I'd repeat and recommend. No. Um, but uh, hey, that's just kind of shows that um, yeah, for me it was just full steam ahead. Yeah. And I just look look at hopefully some people look at it and go, wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And my kids go, well, if Dad can do that and really push forward and, and yep. have no excuses and do what he loves. Mm-hmm then it's not going to stop me from pushing forward, yep. especially when other people tell you you can't. And yeah. how many times have we had that? Yeah, yeah, hundred. And yeah, we, Surgeons, we get it. doctors, physios, some mm-hmm. of the physios, people do. You can't do that. Well, you mm-hmm. just settle down and just be happy with what you've got. And mm. but yeah. for me, yeah. I just push. Yep. I don't know any other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so inclusion in karate. So you know, Tash and I were all about you know accessibility inclusion. Do you see much? Um, in the way of, you know, kids with disabilities and that sort of thing come through through karate at all? Yeah, it's yeah. – um, I everyone's got their own opinion on it, but for me with what we do with Greenstone mm-hmm. is we may get parents come in and they'll they'll talk to us about, oh, my child's got these this going on and this going on and, and they're, they're medicated and they've got this, and I'll turn around and say, oh, they've got superpowers. Yeah. I'm the pin-up boy for mental health. Yeah. I've got everything you can possibly think of plus AAA batteries on top. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So yeah. whatever medication was needed, mm-hmm. I got dealt with with a kick in the bum and yep. everything else that went with it. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably, I diagnose myself. Like So when the kids come in, there seems to be a bit of stigma about um, kids with, with certain things going on. Yeah with conditions or uh, mm-hmm. what they've been labelled with. Yeah. And we're very open to it. Yeah. If the kid comes in and he doesn't, he or she doesn't like the group environment, then yeah. they can do some private sessions with me yeah. until they can move comfortably into a group situation. Yeah, yeah. But awesome. certain dojos may say, oh, look, we, unfortunately we can't. Yeah, we can't um, get this boy in or this girl in because, um, you know, they're autistic or they've got this or that. And, and then they might come in and, and we've, I've, I've trained kids that have got on um, crutches and, you know, 
We're yet to have someone actually wheel into the dojo, so yep. I'm going to book you in for 23, hey, by the way. I, Sold. I'm, I'm um, in. Count me in. You know what? How 100%. cool is that? Like, yeah. I've never had it, and the yeah. door's open. I don't know. I've got a sign up, but it's an open invite to anyone to come yeah. in, and maybe we should do a class. Yeah. And you guys come in, um, punch me in the body. I'm very good at getting punched in the stomach. <laughs> and we have a karate class for cool. exactly what you're talking about, yeah. because yeah. I think it should be an open it Let's do it. That sounds fun. That, sounds, cool that? that sounds fun. Sounds really good. To so me. I think that's what karate should be for everyone. Yeah. And people think that karate's for the strong. It's not. It's uh, karate can be strong, mm-hmm. but uh, we're not. Um, karate is about community. It's about mm. therapy. It's about healing. Yep. And giving back. And um, the more people we get in and do it mm-hmm. and inspire others. Yep. And if it gets that person that's drinking too much or doing this or doing that off the couch into the dojo. Yep. And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. All right, so uh, we've got... Uh, hang on, hang on. I've just oh. thought of one question I oh. want to ask. Oh, okay, go. Okay. I, oh, no, I, I talk too one. much. Oh, no, 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 it's all good. I have, I have one question. I was reading on the website that you started teaching people karate at the age of 12. Yeah, correct. That's, that's pretty epic. Yeah. How did that feel to be teaching people that were obviously much older than you? I was really, really uh, nervous. Yeah, I bet. And I still get I still get nervous go, driving to the dojo to karate. And mm. kids are like, right. "Oh, we're nervous. We've got a grading, we've got a tournament." When I'm going into a fight, I'm excited, I'm nervous. Yeah. But I know what I'm getting into and I'm just happy to be there. Mm. But when I was I started when I was 10, by the time I was 12, I just loved it. I was doing as many classes as I could. I think I had natural talent, but I worked. Yeah. And I, you guys can probably relate, you know. People say good luck. It's I don't personally don't believe in luck. No. I believe in no. putting the work in and some people have got natural talent. Yep. And some people love it more mm-hmm. than others mm-hmm. and some people work harder. Yep. For me, I think I had natural talent yep. um, and then if I didn't have it to this level of other people, mm-hmm. then I would work harder. Yep. I'd do more. Mm-hmm. I'd turn up and I loved it more. So by the time I was 12, I was kind of not leading the class, but I had good technique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I turned up to class one time. Mum drove me to karate and she's a big factor why I'm where I am. She took me to karate. Your, your mum's um, good people. She's beautiful yeah, and, she's and awesome. there was always love and she's a hard worker. I get my work ethic from my mother. Mm-hmm. So um, if she's watching, thank you for that, Dizey. Um, so I, I turned <laughs> up to class and everyone's like, where's the instructor? He wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. And I won't get into the details just in case <laughs> he's watching and big respect to him, but I won't get into the details, but he wasn't there and he had stuff going on and everyone's like, you're it. So I had literally five <laughs> minutes, maybe ten, I, I don't know, that. to write down what I wanted to take the students through on my hand and pen. And I was like, I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah. And by the time I did the warm-up, it was mm. all gone. Yeah. Sweaty palms, all my stuff was gone. Mm. And I just ad-libbed. Mm. But soon as I started seeing everyone happy mm. and the feeling of giving some value yep. and making mm. a difference, mm-hmm. all the nerves went, yeah, and, and I was giving. As it yeah. does. And, and that time, that, at that age... I wasn't in a good place. Mm-hmm. I'd come from a background it wasn't wasn't good, yeah. and I had a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I didn't like myself at all. Mm. But when I started teaching, there that's when this came in, and I was like, "Geez, I like myself. I'm actually I'm good. I'm good yeah. at something." It, I, it's really funny how giving back in 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 whatever way that that means to you, giving back can actually make you a happier person yeah. on the inside and and have such a, a wonderful snowball effect on your life, not just the people's whose lives that you're trying to affect, but on your own as mm, well. Good so, point. Yeah. So that's how that started, and I kind of haven't stopped. 
and I, I fell in love with giving back, and that's that's what it means to me about mm-hmm. teaching. So I haven't haven't stopped. And that's that's awesome. And you know, you saying before about um, you know you, you're putting in the work and and whatnot. I think you know there's a certain amount of confidence. You know, there's a lot that can you know can happen on the day and whatnot. But you know, when you go into something knowing that you've put the work in and mm. you know y- you're you've you've basically covered every base that you can that you can you can do um yep. you know you can certainly go into something with a whole lot of more confidence than otherwise yeah agree yeah, yeah. all right so this is our six six one, six, two, yeah. Yeah. six questions that we ask all our guests yes um some quick a bit a little bit random um very quick fire quick fire um if you could spend 24 hours in the body of someone else dead or alive who would it be john wick John Wick. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. Love it. That was a no-brainer. Yeah. Next. Next. <laughs> He's cool. He's, He's very John, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What food or what one food would you never under any circumstances eat? Oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Oh. I kind of got that impression. I was like, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. But I yeah. thought it was going to be the what What can I eat? What, what <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good with food, but cool. uh, yeah. What's at the top of Carl Sullivan's bucket list? Um, let's just say that the bucket list would be to, um, I've got to get my book done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Love it. That's uh, a book that, I want to. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nearly 10 years in the making, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, bucket list is to, uh, yeah, it's just to travel more with the family. Yeah. Big awesome. time. Create experiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. We we talk about that a lot, and you know I talk a lot about that with with Fletcher too, my son. Um, you know because life in the end, life is all about different experiences and learning. You know, learning through mm. through those experiences, isn't it? So, mm. um, yeah, big time. So, uh, which celebrity could you see yourself being besties with? <laughs> I really like Keith Urban. Yeah, oh, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. I, yeah, that's now cool. this is going to be like the, all the country people are. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but he's just so cool, and I, I love his journey. He's a great musician, and uh, I, I just I think he's really one of those good guys. You know, yeah, he's he been seems through like a, a nice lot. Bloke. You know, you look at the journey and the addiction and everything else, and turn yeah. around and and what he does. He just seems to be one of those cool cats that you can just hundred percent. He just came to mind, and you can think of a lot of other guys like Hugh Jackman and these guys. He's like, mine. Like how cool yeah, yeah. are they? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. Someone approachable yeah. like that. Um, and then there's a lot of other guys that I'd like to hang around with and yep. hang out with, but you see those guys and they're pretty cool, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Hugh Jackman because in our very first podcast episode, we basically asked each other those questions, and and Hugh Jackman was mine. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah for the same reason as as you with uh, Keith Urban. He's uh, yeah. he's just a cool guy and seems very approachable. I think part of me is probably saying uh, Keith Urban because Nicole will not let me play his music in the house. <laughs> she goes, "Can I? I'm going to go to the gym. Can you have the kids?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." Music goes on. What time are you going to be home? Music off. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Next question. Uh, what's one thing you would do if fear wasn't a factor? Skydiving. Yes. Now I can. Uh, I've got mates. Oh, what do you, you can do a tournament and get busted mm-hmm. up and let people punch you. And sometimes mm-hmm. people have got to go to the hospital. And mm-hmm. but you won't go skydiving. It's yep. I'm like I don't know what it is, but mm. maybe that's just something I've got to do. But I'm, I'm yep. actually to be. I'm I'm not interested of out of fear. Yep. And uh, I could bring up the excuses why, but that's why I haven't done it. 
Yeah, and no. It does, I don't like the sound of it, to be honest. Yeah. I just, yeah. So that would be probably one of the, re- the mm-hmm. things, yeah. It, it's funny you say that because mine was also skydiving. Is it? Like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. So have you ever done um, indoor skydiving? fly? No. No. Um, one day I'll get... We'll, when are we going? Mate, I will hook you up. We, we will go, make it we happen. We go every week. Um, oh, yeah, it's so kay. much fun. My son's so had a go fun. at it, but uh, yeah, because it's just one of those things. And yeah, so that would be, that came to mind. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. No, I'm I'm exactly the same. Jumping of our perfectly good plane holds no interest to me. But um, yeah, all right, I'm setting it up. We're going to do our sweet. Yep. And you know, like anything that you fear, you attack, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Hundred percent skydiving straight to mind. Yeah, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. we could um we could do some kind of episode out of um out of iFlying. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Uh. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um. I've had a lot of great mentors over the over the mm-hmm. years, but um, I don't know. I just I think forgiveness is um is a big thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Um, just keep moving forward and never quit. And, Love and it. There's a lot of advice, but Love it. I I try and I try and live by that. But uh, for me, forgiveness is everything. You know, yep. it's you've got the choice not to forget, mm-hmm. and that's a personal thing and a, a sometimes personal space, but. Yeah, just um, to keep moving forward, no matter what. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we use the term "us" and it's on the shirt. Is, yeah, is to push us. and endure. Yeah, it's broken down from two Japanese words, but that's okay. the shortened version. Is to push and endure or never quit. Mm-hmm. So I guess I follow that by mm-hmm. what we try and do. Yeah, and that could be real general as well. Yeah, but you right. know, you can give someone a saying to remember. But to me, is to mm-hmm. is to keep moving moving forward. Yeah, love it. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. Love it. Mate, thank you very much for your oh, time. Thank mate, you. this has been absolutely sensational. We've um it's it probably it's been a phenomenal. It's interview. gone yes. quick and I just <laughs> thought, geez, we could keep going on and on. Yes. Is this part yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> I know we, it needs to be a ten part in <laughs> this one. Ruby and yeah. you might have to split this one <laughs> up a little bit, but yeah. over two. Oh, but thanks, Tash. Thank thanks you very Adam. thank you very much for having well, no, I was gonna say thank you very much for having us, but that's the wrong way no, around. We, we, <laughs> no, likewise. We had you. We run we run this shit. No. <laughs> yeah. This was a oh, and uh, no, I was it's a real honour. And when Adam messaged me and um I've had a couple of um you know, offers and, and things come up and it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Oh, you want to do this? You want to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, one day. But when you message me, I mean, you probably hear it a lot and you too, mm. Tash, is that, you know, you guys inspire me. Thanks, man. Just as as much as what I inspire others. Yeah. Regardless Thank of you. what I've done mm. and what I've achieved, whatever. But, uh, and that goes back to school. Mm. And um, it was always when I was having a bad day. Yeah. Then you and I would always have a great chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I used to do that to other people. Yeah. And we had this great resilience and way mm. of dealing with people. Mm. And my little brother is the same. Yeah. yeah. You know, 70 major operations and the dude that mm. would sit there and listen to anyone. Yeah. So to come in here and chat to you guys and, and you guys inspire me, Thank not you. just for your That's work fine. ethic, but <laughs> your athletics and what you do in your sport. You know, it's high, yeah. you guys are high performers. Thanks, man. Try to be. We so try to be. And, <laughs> now, and now to give back and share the, share the love. Yeah. Yeah. And for me Thank to come you. in and be a part of it, it's a blessing. So I really appreciate it. And thanks Thank to everyone watching. And be a part of this podcast. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Thank you. That's it's great. been a pleasure having you on. Oh, thanks, guys. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Um, you can head off whenever you Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Great. All right. So for us, we're going to carry on. We're going to continue. What have we got up next, Adam? We have the, the soapbox, soapbox session. session. Um, okay. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, brother. See ya. See ya. Legend. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Thank you.
It's nice right. having you I'll, on. I'll be in touch and, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. The Soapbox Session. Let's try this one. Like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive, this could go anywhere. Welcome to the Soapbox Session. How is it that I suck so much at pressing buttons? <laughs> like You push my buttons constantly. I'm well, not sure why you know, you're so bad at the, this. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> it's all right. It got, I was the one that got it wrong to start with. So today's Soapbox Session... Um, we are going to chat a little bit about something that you and I feel both mm. very, very strongly about. We do. It's not a rant and, and it's not a, this is not us tipping shit on, on people. No, it's not a, at all. It's a, uh, I guess it's a bit of a public service announcement <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yes, it is. We, we quite often, you and I will be out, we'll be at the shops um, or, you know, we'll be out somewhere and, um, you know, you'll hear this, you'll hear a, a little you know, four, five, six-year-old go, Mom, look at that man in the wheelchair. And you turn around and you see Mum grabbing this kid's arm and, you know, dragging them dragging off him away. And so, yeah, head, head in their hand, no, hand in their head, yeah, head in their hands and yep. just kind of embarrassed and, and mm. worried that it's some kind of problem that the kids pointed out that we're in a wheelchair. Yeah. But um, so this is why we want to have a, a, a chat about this one. We love it. Love it. When kids come up and talk to us, um, I make a point of, you know, whenever I hear that, I actually going up and, you know, I might give, you know, the, the kid a little bit of a fist, fist bump, bump or, or a high, high five, five or, or something like that, you know, because what that is it literally could be, it might not be, but that could be their very first ever interaction with somebody with a disability and, and that that's the case for mm. so many people. And I think, Kids are really shaped by that experience. If yep. if a parent drags a child away or makes them feel like they've done something wrong, that child's initial thoughts and opinions of speaking to somebody with a disability will be that it's a bad thing, yep. and they and that breeds fear of disability. It breeds it breeds unconscious bias, yep. and it and it and it it's it's. And this isn't me placing judgment on anyone because everybody has their reasons for it because they don't want to hurt or offend anyone. Yeah. But it, it's it's ableism in, in, in a very, very, you know, it, it, it's not intentional. Yeah. It's not someone going out of their way because they're actually thinking that they're being kind by doing that. But it's it's making that assumption that a person in a wheelchair that has a disability would be hurt or offended or upset or worried about talking about their situation or ashamed yeah. of being in a wheelchair. And that's, mm. that's not the case. It's part of us. It's part of our lives. And kids are only ever going to learn and only ever going to feel... Um, okay with disability if they're able to talk about it openly yep. and just see it as a normal thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I, I love is that, you know, kids are born, well, kids, young kids, you know, my son included, Mr. Five, you know, has such an open mind and is, you know, such an innocent way of looking at things and is, and such a curiosity about life than just you know, you know, that old thing of, you know, kids being sponges, they are, you know, they yep. just, they want to learn and they want to understand why. And somewhere along the way, we fuck that up for them by squashing it. We, we quit life quashes it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's awful. And we, and we as adults place our own biases and opinions mm. and fears and all those other things on these, on children that shouldn't have to 
feel that mm. or be exposed to that, let them ask questions. Let them come and talk to us. And and yep. I'm sure if the the person that they're speaking to isn't comfortable with it, they would let you know. But for the most part, yeah, we love it. If you see us, come yeah, and talk come to a, us. Especially you know us, we will talk to anyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially you. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, like guys. Um, you want kids' first experience of disability to be a positive one. We want that. We want kids to be okay with disability. And the only way that's ever going to happen is if they have the opportunities to interact with people with disabilities. Remember when we took Fletcher? Yeah to athletics the first time mm. and we were pushing around the field with him and we were walking back over to the grandstand yep. and he's like daddy tashi why are all those people staring at you mm. and we and you explained and to I, him i said to him you know there, there are fletcher's you know, i love it because he just thinks that everyone knows somebody in a you know who uses a wheelchair or somebody uh, somebody yeah, everyone knows somebody who's got some form of disability. Because we've got such a huge network of people in our lives that are in wheelchairs. There's obviously mm. you and I, but, you know, JC and all the other people that Fletcher knows and meets yeah. on a regular basis. So disability to him is just, it's just normal. It's just yeah. part of life. But he just didn't have an understanding when you explained that mm. people don't, lots it was, of people aren't exposed mm. to disability that don't don't know wheelchair users. It, it was so interesting having that conversation with him saying, you know what? Some kids have gotten to, you know, whatever point in their life. Some adults, some grown-ups have, got grown have gotten to, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years old and literally never had contact with somebody with a disability, wheelchair user or, or otherwise. Um, so, and, you know, human nature is, is for people to stare. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, disability not being you know being a thing and you know it just you know everyone you know being it you know just communicating and stuff like that and speaking words it, 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 it can't. <laughs> Man, this, we're, we're going overtime on this one I'm just, my brain's starting <laughs> to shut down but we we talk a lot about um you know disability not being a thing and it just being accepted and, and, it and just being normal and, and just, just part just of life because it is and it's yeah. never going to be that way if exactly we don't allow yeah. children to have an experience a, a positive experiences of it's disability from a young age exactly and you, and we talk a lot about you know gro i talk about you know growing up as a kid with a disability and you know whether you know and, and kids growing up and having somebody to look up to that's like them because you know we're in a situation where you know Back in my day, there wasn't people in the media and whatnot. Mm. Um, back in my day, and, there and, I go making myself sound. Yeah, you are old, oldest. But yeah, it, you can't be what you can't see. Exactly. So yeah. Um, and anyone can become disabled at any point in their lives. Yep. So it, it's very important for people to have a good experience of disability from a young age. Agreed. So okay. there. So parents, please, 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 uh, don't shy away from letting your kids. Uh, speak interact. to interact and speak with people with disabilities particularly if it's us because we love it now i've got to say what i'm gonna uh -oh. i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna point something out now uh, oh no 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 yeah. it's it's okay it's okay it's okay i um i want to lead this moron of the day section just oh. just a second ago you were having problems we we, we, we just We've we've talked. No. I I want to take the moron of the day segment off on a slightly different tangent, especially after 
after your show just a moment ago of not being able to get your words out. You'll you'll understand in just a minute why. This was not discussed in pre in the pre. <laughs> but this is going to be fun. Trust me, Natasha. trust me, guys. This is going to be fun. Uh, more on of the day. Which button are we going to go for? Right, this one, do you reckon, or that one? You, you're about to give me. I, shit, I'm so. the moron. It's the moron of the day. Oh, man. So today's moron oh. is going to be said moron next to me. Oh, what? <laughs> I know. Look, I I like I to... I resemble that remark. <laughs> as as most people watching and listening will, will know, I like to give you a hard time. And you have given me the perfect opportunity to give you a hard time, young Adam. Uh-oh. So I feel like this is going to go <laughs> south very, very quickly. So, well, actually, it's going north. So yep. in, uh, well, last week, whilst we were in Japan, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, we learned two Japanese words. Yes. Um, Konnichiwa, arigato. Okay. Yes. And which is hello and thank you. Yes. Yet, Adam, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say right now, yes. aren't you? Yeah. Every, every time somebody said konnichiwa to you, which is hello, you would respond with... Arigato. Thank you, <laughs> instead of saying hello back. And uh, vice versa, when someone said thank you to you, you would respond with... Konnichiwa. <laughs> hello. So, <laughs> you were getting some very, very random looks. And the worst part about it was after four days of being in Japan, it didn't get any better. <laughs> I still cocked it up at every, every opportunity. <laughs> so you know what? I'm I'm on this occasion, on this day, I'm going to own this moron of the day. I'm okay with it. I deserved you were, it. You were in fact a moron for five days. <laughs> but, but you know what? I was in another country, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, this is true. I, I've got to admit, it was very funny. Every single time you did it, I would just be pissing myself laughing. Uh, yes. At first it was like, at first it was, I'd say the wrong thing. She was like, wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> and then by the end I was just laughing. Yeah. Very, I'm very like, funny. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> but the, <sighs> the, the funny thing was mm-hmm. you, that the two words you do know, you actually spoke them very well and and, and um, they may have been said in the wrong context. On, on a few occasions people tried to actually speak Japanese to you. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'd, I'd like, on the, yeah, on the few occasions I actually got it right, I, whatever I did, I was obviously doing pretty well because they were trying to carry on better conversation, more conversation with me. And I'm like, I don't know. I Lenin. don't know what you're saying. And, and we were in a part of Japan that that's not a, a really a touristy area. Um, we, we met a lot of people that spoke a, a decent amount of English, but, you know, out on the street and, you know, roaming around and whatnot, there wasn't. No. Um, you know, you'd say, konnichiwa, and then people had you know, try and carry on a conversation. I'm like, I don't fucking oh, know what shit. you're trying to tell me. <laughs> uh, but we've got to say, Google Translate, what an yes. absolute life Thank you, saver. Mr. Google. I was going to say Dr. Google, but we didn't need <laughs> we didn't need doc, Dr. Google, thankfully. Thankfully, but yeah, yeah Google Translate, what, how beautiful is that? We, um, mm-hmm. we went to a Buddhist um, shrine. Ah, amazing. Most spectacular place imaginable. And when we got there, there was a... Um, monk up um doing a blessing a ceremony oh, and um chanting and it was just well i'll post oh. some photos on the facebook page and the instagram page Absolutely. Um, and, and we have a video of this of the, of yeah, the are we allowed to chant. post that yes not, we are we yeah, are yeah, okay yeah. i'm just yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I want to upset any Japanese people. No, it was taken from behind and it's, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we went and had a conversation with this monk yeah. afterwards, this just the loveliest guy and uh, he did not speak a word of English, <laughs> like absolutely nothing. So we just grabbed out Google Translate, spoke into the app and it came back to, he spoke into the app and then it all came back to us in English. I mean, how fantastic is it that? It was so cool. It's, I mean, I've... I've traveled all over the, all over the world my whole life. It's you know it's some um, I've done extensive traveling and I and I've always loved it. And I've been lots and lots of places where English has not been a um, much spoken language. And yeah. oh, how much I would have loved something like that back in my uh, my younger years when I was trying to travel into yeah. some um, non English speaking countries where I have no knowledge of the language. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it was fantastic. What a yeah. great thing that is. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I, 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 anyway. How, I mean. Mr. Moron here. Mr. Seriously, like 20 years ago before Dr. Google, Mr. Google and, you know, Google Translate, I would have, like, my two words of Japanese would have, I'm sure they would have served me well, but I think I probably would have had to put more effort into finding more. This is true. Yeah. This anyway. is true. So um, anyway, talking about the guys of Japan, yeah. we have the kindness virus. Uh, Try that one. The kindness virus. The kindness virus. <laughs> the kindness virus. <laughs> so for the kindness virus today, and and as you who've uh, who've seen our podcast before and listened or, or watched or whatnot um it's it's a it's basically a shout out to um amazing people or amazing groups or you know that organizations that we come across and um we thought it only fitting um because we've just come back from japan and um and um you know had such an amazing experience that we um shout made a shout out to the awesome people of japan the Japanese people, wow! Yes. If if any of our Japanese friends are watching that we um, that we mowed over there in Oita, you guys. Did you say mowed over? I hope we didn't mow over anyone. <laughs> I don't think I said that. Maybe I did. I'm starting to trip over I my words now as well. I swear you just said mow over. I'm like, yeah, I hope you did. There's there's a chance of doing that in a wheelchair. I gotta say, True that. I've mowed over a few people in my time. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't need their legs. We don't. No, exactly right. <laughs> anyway, yes, people of Japan. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure some of you guys have subscribed to our podcast since um since meeting us so shout out to you guys wow yep. the kindness mm-hmm. of the japanese people the respect and just the oh, just the how genuine and lovely they are yeah. i i've never been anywhere in the world where you feel guilty for mm-hmm. being if you're not really really super kind because yeah, yeah. everybody else around you is i mean we're kind well, i people mean anyway, I, I, I am super kind so we you know, are not, like yeah, both of not us an issue are. I have, but yeah but both, <laughs> both of us are mostly yeah. i mean i'm not always kind but, to you but uh, you, they you just ta- they it. take it to another level like they're just they are the kindest softest most gracious yes people they're just yeah um you know the moment we got there where there were people hugging us as if they'd known us their yeah. whole lives um mm. it, it just it's it's so different and everybody is so polite and and um considerate it's yep. just it's just lovely it's such a pleasure to be in that country to be around people that are like that yep. there's none of um you know there's no one around with sour faces that you feel could like 
punch your lines <laughs> at yeah. any time or anything. Yeah. It's, it's it's just it's it's a culture of kindness, yeah. and everybody um, seems to want to help everybody out, and yeah. that's just it's beautiful to be what around. If that's because there's a you know we we went to that um, Buddhist temple um, while we were over there, and um, I I believe there's a really large amount of the population that that are of the Buddhist it faith. Is, yes, um, and I, like I've said before, I'm I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form, and I'm you know completely the opposite, but I think if I if I ever you know was to you know um, you know be become involved become a religion become become, you know, a religion. become a religion <laughs> the Adam I'd start religion. start my own religion <laughs> if I ever got in was to get involved in a religion or you know find a faith that you know was but you know was my bag it, it it'd probably be some form of Buddhism I think because yeah. it's um, yeah it's it's a beautiful beautiful it beautiful really religion. is yeah. anyway so shout out to you guys in Japan Thank you're you. awesome we loved you I um I I can't say enough things and everyone was only too willing to help and offer support and and you know take over and do things to try and make things easier for us which was just which is just lovely you know Mm. people come up in the street and just talk to you and and even even when they clearly don't speak a word of English and can obviously see that you're not Japanese um and and they would just try their best to try and make yep. some form of conversation with you it was just lovely yeah it was it was just like lo- i mean the the one thing about being in oiter with the oiter international wheelchair marathon is they're very much used to um elite athletes elite wheelchair athletes yep. being there but they treat you like superstars it's mm-hmm. um it's it's a, it's an incredible place to be i felt famous it, yeah they, they do <laughs> like people asking for autographs and yep. yeah it's um it, it's incredible yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway that I think that's us for today. That is us. We're um. I've got to go and pick up my boy from school. Yes, yes. Um, and I have to come with you. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. Absolutely. So thanks for tuning in for another episode. It's been yes. a lot of fun. Uh, if you've got any questions. Uh, uh, we were supposed to answer questions that, that Heather keeps asking us to answer on the podcast. And we've forgotten again. We might do a live later on or something or maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I think we'll, so. We'll do a live from our phones and, and get to those, I yeah, think. There's yeah, there's some good questions out there, guys. Yeah. Some people have been asking so. us questions. And following on from episode one where we interviewed each other, yeah. I think we should – we're going to do a live session with you guys. And we've also got our Japan special coming up soon we're going to do um, a really great episode all about japan about the race and about uh, a number of different really cool things that we found out whilst we were over there so yeah. look forward to that one that's going to come to you on a different day to our normal yes. podcast but we'll let you know when that's ready to go live and who have we got next week as a guest do we know no we no not yet not i'm, yet. I'm okay. working on it okay i'm working on surprise yeah. guest yeah next well, week, i like guys. to like to fly by the seat <laughs> of my pants and yeah. keep people but on their toes yeah. soon as you don't have any yeah so if I haven't contacted you, watch out. It's coming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will catch you in two weeks' time, guys, and have a great time. See ya. See ya. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us and, of course, to the legends at Podfire for making all of this come to life. If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page, twocrips.oneparoflegs, and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops.